Hello and welcome to a new year and a new episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. Happy New Year's! I'm your host today, Gary, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Ben and Alfonso. Ben, say hello! Hello! It's me, Ben! How? It's you, Ben. Soon to be known as Chili forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever and ever. Forever and ever. How have you been, man? How's your new year? Not bad, thank you. Pretty good. Um Yeah, it's not bad. How about yours? Uh it's been okay so far. Could always be better, you know. But it is. I brought what this it up is. a second ago with Alfonso. Alfonso's here. It kind of feels in the anime podcast. Um, hopefully, I want to see if we can get more pool copies for the um, Dragon Ball Timebreaker Dead by Cell game. If we can get a couple, <laughs> so we can do, we can do an anime live stream where we that can record. would be awesome. Try and find enough right. people so that we can make a seven man group for the anime podcast. And do a special one-off anime podcast where we play Dragon Ball Dead by Cell. Dead by Cell. <laughs> then we could have one breakers. run like where that's it, Breakers. Then we could have one run where Alfonso plays Cell, just to, because I know Alfonso likes Cell. Yes. It's random though. He's gonna have to get lucky and get him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if a... and start the match all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that Alfonso is just going to target me the whole time. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> Cell sucks, man. <laughs> uh, and you hit me. I wouldn't say Cell sucks. I wouldn't say he's my favorite character. But I don't think he sucks. I know. Android 19 was way cooler. How dare you? <laughs> is that the clown? Yep. Wait, well, the clown? I thought, I thought that was the fat one. Well, that was 20. I thought Jerome was 20. Jerome yeah. is 20. Yeah. 19 is the clown looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? What are we arguing about, Led? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Alfonso, say hello, hello, hello again. Hello. How have you been? How was your New Year? I I've been good. Um, New Year's New Year's for me has been good. There, there's been a a very significant situation that I'm happy for. Me and me and Shannon been together, you know, for nine plus years, and throughout the years, I. I have gotten tattoos over the years. That's mainly about her and us. But I've been fighting, fighting her about a particular person, a particular Aww. character that one me? of my bodies. No, Gary, let me finish. Damn it! A particular <laughs> character that one of my body, but she's like, oh, I don't like it because obviously it has nothing to do with us. Blah blah blah. But after finally fighting with her, she's finally agreed to it. So yes. Sometime in this year, depending on how COVID is, because I, I don't want to be around people when getting tattoos. I am getting the mighty cell on my skin. Finally, this is a dream come true that I wanted to happen for so long, and it's finally happening. Yes, that will be on my skin. Sorry, you, 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 you mispronounced cell for Gary. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Um, that's that's the thing, Gary. Um, sorry, that's the thing, Ben. I don't know what, which one I'm going to do because there's there's so many uh, images of cell in terms of mostly perfect cell, but I I mostly want all the forms, but I will have to see how I do it because obviously yes, the condition is that since I have most of all my tattoos on my forearm, my arm, she wants it on my arm. She doesn't want it on anywhere else on my body, so I have to see how I draw it out and place it so it's going to the back of my arm so obviously that's not a lot of space but she said make it work because i can't get it nowhere else that's the only condition so why not um, anywhere else 
she doesn't want it. She doesn't. She doesn't want my body covering. You should just do the larva form. <laughs> that's the only good thing about cell. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey! Watch your mouth. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was also thinking of the larva form, like oh, not God. because it was his best. <laughs> no, but no, but I was thinking you could have like because I think the first form is one of the best forms. Like it's first mm-hmm. form and then perfect form. Like I, mm-hmm. perfect form is good for like I don't know. First form I feel scarier than all of the others because of what it was, and that's mm-hmm. why it was cool. But I was thinking of like Gary the lava form, but I don't think I was thinking the the same way he was thinking. I was thinking of the fact that have it so that he is like breaking out of it sort of thing. No. It's like the lava forms like the bomb of the tattoo, and then the rest of the tattoo was is him, like as he's come out of it. <sighs> Alex, okay. I'll see. Nice uh, little butterfly. Uh, like it's, it's confirmed. She said I could have it. I could get it done. So I'll see what I do. But it, it's like a long time coming. So it's probably happening. Nice. Well, I'm happy to hear. Um, alrighty, let's uh, talk some news really quick. Um, Dragon Ball Super Superhero movie is coming out soon. Um, there was a rumor, not a rumor, a leak that came out. I'm not gonna talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. Um, I want to know this leak. You keep till I couldn't find this leak. <laughs> You're like, there's a leak. I'm like, what leak? Well, I don't want to ruin it for Alfonso if he doesn't want to know. I don't care about spoilers. Gary, okay, well, spoilers then. Fast forward like five minutes if you don't want to hear. Um, uh, the Japanese voice actor uh, who only voiced one character in the Japanese version of the anime confirmed that he's returning for the movie. Um, and this Oop. obviously leaked... <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Um, this kind of spoiled things because it's the only character he played, and it essentially people took it as a confirmation that this character is going to make an appearance in the movie, and that character is Trunks, future Trunks. And Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I know, <laughs> unless he's returning as a Team Trunks to do Team Trunks' voice. Depending on that makes how far sense. in the future Trunks is older, <laughs> because uh, I would no, that might be possible. You you say that because um, they gave like if I'm right in Kakarot, they gave time skip Trunks the future Trunks voice, or was it the other way around? Either way, the no same idea. they had the same voice, so I could see that they're just gonna give future Trunks because it's gonna be Teen Trunks. We should really call mm-hmm. him Kid Trunks, because he'd be like in his teens. Um, I could see them giving him the the voice. So maybe we'll see. But nevertheless, the voice actor confirmed that he's returning to the movie. He didn't say who he's playing, but because he's only ever done the voice of one character, people are assuming that future Trunks will appear. Which again. Kind of makes sense since it is the androids. Trunks has problems with the androids. They destroyed his world. So we'll see. The movie's going to be a figure now. <laughs> unless. 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 Um, it's not that Future Trunks goes back in time. It's that Vegeta asked Whis to go forward in time so he can tell Trunks offer telling him that there's two more androids. You said there were again, two androids, Trunks, not it won't ten. Make sense. It won't make sense because Trunks is in the parallel universe. <laughs> yeah, but Whis has the ability to go there, right? So, be fine. Actually, if you go by the manga standards, um, Trunks' universe doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, his original universe doesn't, but they plumped him into a different one, right? Yes, they do. 
which we the third one to, that so. they create. <laughs> yeah. Which now um, also has a Trunks and Mai. So um two of them, yeah. He's he's literally in a universe where there's two of them. Awkward and they can't be awesome. awkward <laughs> <Lord Forza. laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, for those who, who I haven't told, I have been reading the super manga. I actually finished it up to, you know, whatever it is now. Um, yeah. It's vastly different from the anime. Like, vastly different. Things play out completely different in the Zamasu saga than they do in the anime. For the better, I think, yeah. as well. Some some of the parts were better. But you should never read the Tournament of Power in the manga, because it's absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Yeah, you have to finish that story, because I want to know what happens in Universe 2. <laughs> well, which one is Universe 2? Rivian. Oh, I can just straight up tell you, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I can tell you right now. So, Rivian is fighting 18. Um, she 18 gets held up by her two friends and then she notices Krillin is 18's husband and much like in the anime she's like how can somebody so pretty be in love with somebody like you Um, and after she sees that a pretty guy is in love with someone as ugly as 18 she loses all the will to fight and jumps off the edge herself. That's it. Yes. (laughs) That's literally what happens. (laughs) She never goes massively huge. She never fights Vegeta. She never does anything except that. That's literally her only role in that entire thing. I appreciate her so much more. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, uh, but not big booby. Oh, God damn it, man. No disappointing face of Vegeta, either. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> the look that he gives her is amazing. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the, the manga just... The tournament of power was not good. Like, literally, the first person to get eliminated in the manga from the tournament of power, like, of all the universes, is Krillin. Yeah, doesn't he just like fall off happens, or something? No, it happens instantaneously. The The fight starts, and then Frost yeah. just teleports over there and knocks his ass out in the ring. <laughs> like, nobody sees it coming at all. Yeah, I, I know that I know that part of the manga, because I remember reading so many people getting pissed off that they did Krillin so badly in the manga. Yeah, he does that, and then right after that, he does it to Tien as well. So literally, those two don't do a goddamn thing in the whole manga. I mean, to be fair, TN really didn't do that much in the anime either. (laughs) Yeah, literally, the the only thing I enjoyed about the Tournament of Power manga style is... Roshi. Roshi doing Ultra Instinct a little bit was pretty cool, yeah. Um, But the other thing is Frieza fighting uh, Kaba and Khalifa. Um, There's an entire issue where Frieza fights Khalifa and it's a cool fight because for some reason Super Saiyan 1 Khalifa uh, can go toe-to-toe with Golden Frieza. <laughs> oh, well. um, she never goes Super Saiyan 2 in the manga at all. Um, but Frieza eventually starts getting the upper hand um, and Kaba goes in to help and the two of them are fighting Frieza, and then Kale notices, and apparently Kale uh, has an ability that we didn't see in the anime, where she's just super quick, so fast that Frieza never notices her um, when she attacks him. Uh, but her hits are so weak that he feels it, but it doesn't affect him at all. Um, but eventually he notices Kale is there, um, and he starts talking crap to her, and Kale, that's when Kale starts to get pissed off. She goes berserk, and as Frieza is talking crap, she grabs him by the face, 
and throws him right into the ground and just starts wailing on his ass. Um, Goku, fighting Jiren, sees that um, Frieza's in trouble and is about to get knocked out, goes in to help Frieza, saves him from being knocked out by Kale. Kale starts wailing on Goku. And then this is where it gets really stupid. Uh, because Kale decides that she doesn't decide, she's just blind to everything. She's in berserk mode, so she just starts attacking everybody. And this is when we start to see her knocking out universe after universe. But at this point, there's like two or three members of universes left. So she eliminates like three universes on her own. Um, uh-huh. And then she goes after universe 11. And universe 11 has all their members still intact. Every single one of them are still there. Um, during this part. She goes after them. And they get the advantage on Kale because, as Whis points out, Kale is just swinging at everything that's moving. Um, there's no strategy, there's no rhyme, there's no reason. And they learn to essentially counter her attacks, dodge their moves, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And she's getting weaker and weaker because they're beating her down. And Khalifa takes out the earrings. And she's like, Kaba, you need to go give her this earring because I'm too weak because Frieza beat the crap out of her. So right as Kale is about to get eliminated, Kaba jumps off the ring, puts the earring on Kale, which throws her back into the ring to fuse with Khalifa as Kaba eliminates himself. What? And that's the... yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's when they fuse. They fuse so and then doesn't have that speech where he dreams of Kaba for some reason, even though he really should care about his family more. It's like, oh no, no for Kaba. <laughs> there Kaba, is a moment Kaba. in the manga where he does where he does save Kaba, but at this point he's like, You're an idiot. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they fuse and as Kefla they eliminate all the weaker members of um Universe Eleven. And then they turn to fight Goku. But the worst thing imaginable happens, and Gohan steps up to fight Kefla in Super Saiyan form. Kefla never goes Super Saiyan 2. But Gohan, for some idiotic reason, is able to go toe-to-toe with Kefla. Um, and they essentially eliminate each other at the same time. They knock each other out. It was terrible. It was so horrible. <laughs> so there, I ruined that awesome moment of Kefo versus Goku Ultra Instinct for everybody in the manga. <laughs> Gohan. You did ruin. Gohan. Gohan defeats Kefo. On a positive note, we did find out, which I talked about last last time we did the anime, that Gohan is training as a human rather than a Saiyan now. So all his power is coming from his human training rather than the Saiyan training. So technically, if you want to look at it, Gohan is the strongest human. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's why he doesn't turn Super Saiyan anymore. If he turns Super Saiyan, he's actually weaker than he is if he goes Mystic Gohan. Yeah, which makes sense. That's what they've said. They said when he was unlocked it. Mm. Right. So I'm expecting Mystic Two, Mystica, in in the movie. Mystic. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be called, but Super Mystic or whatever. Ultimate, Ultimist. Master, mastered ultimate form. Yeah, there's a lot of moments in it that just didn't sit well with me. There's no God of Destruction Topo that doesn't exist. Um, I like that. Vegeta never does the self destruct. Um, I like that. He never gives Goku his power, his remaining power. Um, the whole ending sequence was just so horrible with Goku Frieza in 17. <laughs> um, 
yeah, 17 never helps them at the end. Um, essentially what happens in, in the manga is 17 concocts a plan with Frieza in the background um, where he pulls himself up and he essentially just hides for the rest of the tournament like a coward. Um, the way it all ends is as Goku is about to be eliminated by Jiren after his Ultra Instinct runs out, um, Frieza appears um, and Jiren's like, you're not strong enough to eliminate me and Goku grabs Jiren from behind, holds him down. Frieza does the death ball, throws it at Jiren. Jiren grabs it, and as he's holding it, um, it's slowly pushing him and Goku off, but Jiren is able to throw the ball up into the sky, which at this point, Frieza decides to do his flying two-fist dash move that he does. And he flies right at them, hitting both of them and knocking them both off, including himself. That's how that fight ends. <laughs> he eliminates the the three that get eliminated, and then everybody's like, "Everybody's eliminated. What's going on?" And then out of nowhere, seventeen moves a rock out of the way and like, "I'm still here. I won." I was I'm like, still "I wish I never like read this." <laughs> I've never been like I wish I never survivor. read this. <laughs> oh boy. It was so bad. Uh, I was very disappointed. The anime was so much better in the Tournament of Power. Um, But anyways, that's Dragon Ball talk. Huzzah! (laughs) So yes, Trunks may or may not be coming to Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, And if he does come, sounds like it's going to be a lot more complicated of a movie than everybody thinks it is. But, mm-hmm. again, I will have to question why he's coming back. Because I still don't know. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on All then. Uh, any other news that you guys have? All I'm going to say is if, if the androids are from his timeline, then he, he, he might as well just not exist because his timeline seems to be cursed no matter what timeline he's in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the question though, right? Is who would have made those androids in his timeline? Um so I, I just want to confirm what timeline he's in. Um so in the manga it's pretty much confirmed that his entire universe is wiped out by Zeno. Yeah. Same with when the Goku called Zeno. Yeah. Completely wiped out. So they can't go back to that universe. So the universe they go back to is the one that Beerus destroyed Zamazu in. Yeah. Before Zamazu could kill um, what's his name? Gawasu. Yeah. That's the one he threw them in, which already has a trunks, which already has a Mai. Yeah. Surprise Beerus just didn't kill those trunks and Mai's. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, he he essentially killed the one before that Zamazu was able to enact his no yeah. mortals plan. I'm just like yeah. Beerus just turns up and like we're replacing you Trunks and Mai with Trunks and Mai Hakai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's literally two of them. <laughs> As I said, awkward foursome. Awkward foursome. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that I learned in in the manga in the Zamazu saga. So. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it here right now, but I can tell you guys afterwards if you want. Yeah, sure. Like Goku using God of Destruction power, which was cool. Yeah, the Hakai. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, But anywho, if there's no more news, shall we move on to the anime? Yeah. Alrighty. 91 days. Alfonso, this was your recommendation. It is a mafia anime, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed, and I remembered that I had seen before. Like four before you continue, um, <laughs> yes. Ben, Gary, were you confused? Was this anime confusing for you? And, and like, in terms of, like, as it progressed with the plot and, and all the names, because yeah, I was, conf- these names were totally confused. I was like, who is this person? 
what they talk about. Yes, there was a recap episode, and like I watched the read, and I was still lost. <laughs> yeah, it is confusing, and I was thinking instead of going through episode by episode like we normally do, yeah, we'll just kind of go through the whole story, summarize it, and then yeah, talk yeah. about what we like. Okay. Um, because it is confusing. There's a lot of names. There's a lot of characters. Some of them not as important as others. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, the anime is about um, Angelo, mm-hmm. who takes up the name of Avilio Bruno, um, and the story is about him wanting revenge on the people who murdered his family. And we mm-hmm. see this in the beginning episode where his family uh, is. Um, his dad is the doctor to the mafia. The I don't remember what the mafia's name was called. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he was their doctor, and the, the number two man, uh, Vanetti, um, he was the number two, and he killed the Don to take over because he didn't want them to essentially be taken over by a third family, the Scalettis. Um. Mm-hmm. So he killed the Don, and then he went and he killed the Doctor because he had a ledger of all the, um, oh uh, goddamn it, all, like, the, all the, 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 all the, the, names. the the names and the and the businesses and all that that they yeah. run. Um, so he can take over. Uh, Angelo with his little brother were hiding in the closet, um, when they came, uh, but An- Angelo's brother got away from him, and he ran to his mom as they were essentially beating them up, and they killed him. They killed the dad, they killed his mom, and they killed his little brother. Angelo was able to escape, and the anime, I believe, takes place ten years after that, or seven seven years after that. Yeah. Um, Angelo is living in some rundown apartment that he rents and he's a pickpocket and he gets a letter uh telling him the names of the people who killed his family so he decides revenge time and he reunites with his childhood friend that took him in his family took him in after his his family was killed and his friend is brewing moonshine um because this anime takes place during Prohibition. Um, and the whole plan is essentially for um, Avilio to infiltrate the Venetti family um, and exact his revenge. And he's going to use this alcohol to get in close to them and take out every person on the list of this yeah. letter. So when the anime kind of starts going, there's a essentially three families. There's the Venetis, the Orcas, and the Skelettis. Skelettis are Chicago Mafia, um, and they kind of oversee the Venetis and the Orcas. Um, they provide them protection, stuff like that, but they let them run their own businesses. And everybody's afraid of the Skelettis, because they're the big Mafia guys. Um, the Orcas are slowly trying to take over the Venetti estates and stuff like that and they're using a guy named uh fulongo i believe his name is psychopath Um, yeah yeah. he's pretty crazy and he's looking for uh nero who is uh the son of the venetti family crime boss Uh and he's supposed to be next in the line to take over um but avilio saves Nero during a scuffle at a bar and he kind of starts running with them and they create this new moonshine and it kind of starts making business for them. Um, But one of their members um, he's not killed. Is he killed? I don't remember now. Because the orcas are taking over some of the areas Nero and his small group of friends they decide to take revenge on Fungo. Fungo. Yeah. Um, they try to kill him by having Avilio do it because he's not technically a Venetti. Um, and it can't be traced back to them. They try to get him killed. Uh, he escapes, though. But his uh, bodyguard 
is not so lucky. They kidnap him, and um, one of the Veneti members kills um, this bodyguard, and then Avilio kills him because his name is on the list. Yeah. Um, and this essentially starts a war between the Orcas and the Venetis. Uh, and the only way to stop this war is to, the, the, the Orcas want Nero's head, and the Scaletti family demands that Nero be brought to justice for it, because it's revealed that he was kind of behind the whole thing. Um, one of the Scaletti's nephews marries the daughter of Don Veneri. Yeah. Uh, to essentially have peace between the two. And in order to keep that peace, they want Nero's head. Nero goes on the run with Avilio, who joins them. And there are some down-to-earth moments. You know, they're camping, they're learning about each other. Um, this is kind of where we learned that um, Nero's other brother, whose name eludes me. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it's Vincent. Vincent? Yeah, I think so. A younger brother, he has been colluding with the Orcas to kill Nero, and they both they hire a hitman, a Mexican hitman, to track them down and kill them. Um, he doesn't succeed. They're able to take him out, and they essentially return home. Mm-hmm. In their return home is when it's revealed that um, Nero's brother is trying to get him killed. They set up an ambush for him, which he's able to escape. And kind of this war breaks out. Uh, Nero is Nero and his two best friends, three best friends, along with Avilio, um, they are essentially on the run. They're hiding, and they believe their only recourse is Fuongo. If I, again, say his name wrong, I'm sorry. Because he is also wanted by the Orcas, because he essentially started this war with the Venetis. Um, They go to him, and they offer Orca to him if he gives them safe haven, and he lets a doctor see one of their wounded friends. He agrees to them, and they come up with this plan to get Don Orca and bring him to Fuongo, uh, which they succeed. Uh, They bring him in. Uh, Fuongo then takes over the Orca family by serving Orca to his lieutenants in a lasagna dish. So they cooked his ass. (laughs) Really (laughs) messed up. Yeah, Um, yeah. And the nephew, the Scaletti nephew, he still wants Nero dead. Um, and he's trying to sway his younger brother, who he gets addicted to opioids, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what it is exactly that he's addicted to. But he gets him addicted to it um, to calm his nerves, as he says. And is using his little brother to kill his older brother, Nero. So this war breaks out between Nero and his little brother that lasts a long time, lasts weeks. Um, And eventually there's a meeting that's supposed to go down between Nero and um, the Skeleto. Um, But Skeleto is planning to kill Nero, so he tells Avilio to deliver a message to his sister, who's married to him, who we find out is pregnant with his child. Um, the Scaletti child. Um, and Avilio delivers flowers with a letter saying that what she needs to do. And she learns that the Scaletti is going to kill Nero in the meeting. So she kills him, shoots him dead, um, and then leaves on a train. Mm-hmm. Uh, this puts the end to um, the Nero feud as Nero sees his brother and Avilio because he is everything he's doing is to essentially destroy Nero. Yeah, yeah. So he finds a gun in, on his brother's desk and 
he tells him that he should kill himself. Um, he leaves the room, and his brother points the gun at Nero and shoots him, but there's no bullets, and Nero kills him, kills his own brother. And we find out that Avilio actually took the bullets out. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, I believe, the halfway point, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the story takes picks up uh, a few weeks later, I believe, and we find out that Avilio's best friend, the guy who's making Moonshine, uh, he's kind of under the wing of uh, Fuongo at this yeah. point. Uh-huh. And he's using him to find the recipe to the Moonshine so he can take it from him. I believe it's called the Wallace Heaven is what, what they're yeah. telling yep. it as. I think it's like a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we realize that he is betraying Nero. Um, and there's a moment where Fulongo discovers the recipe by using a crooked cop um, who finds the recipe in their moonshine that they're working in. The, the the little factory that he's making it in is like an old abandoned mine. Um, and he doesn't need his friend anymore. And Fuongo tells him to leave. Uh, he's gonna let him live, but he's also gonna call Nero and tell him who the snitch is. So he loses his shit and he kills Fuongo. I was not expecting that. Like he just stabs him in the neck with a broken bottle. Like yeah, blood is yeah. out of the the bottle's hole. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. They beat the shit out of him with a phone. <laughs> Um, but he's captured because the people who work for Fuongo have now jumped ship to the Venetti family because they're now taking over everything. And they turn him in. And Angelo, obviously it's his best friend. He's kind of still playing it cool. He's like, what the hell did you do? But he decides he's going to go rescue him. Right before he is able to rescue him from being tortured, um, he hears some gunshots, and uh, one guy is dead, and um, one of the henchmen, I believe it's their uncle, the Venetti uncle, um, been with the family for years. He's wounded. He was doing the torturing. He said somebody came and attacked him, and he escaped. And throughout the show, he's trying to find out who sent him the letter. Because there yeah. are four names that are mentioned in the letter. Or three names, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a fourth man, because during the conversation he had with Nero, Nero told him about what happened on his first job, which was killing his dad. Um, he tells him that there's four people. So he doesn't know who the fourth person is. He realized that the fourth person is probably the person who sent him the letter. Um, so there's a big manhunt for for the moonshine guy. And Avilio gets a phone call from him saying that he has to kill Nero in 24 hours or he's going to die. Um, Avilio doesn't kill Nero, but instead he, he realizes who the person was who wrote the letter. And that person was um, the uncle. The one that supposedly got shot and instead he killed the guy, he shot himself and he kidnapped the moonshine guy. And he essentially sent him the letter because he wants to take over the Venetti family. (laughs) No other reason. He was there, he let it all happen. He just wants to take over because that's what uncles do. Um, So Avilio comes to an agreement with him that he's going to kill Nero and he's going to kill his dad. There's literally there the only two people left on his list. Yep. Uh, so there's a plan where Avilio has to go to Chicago to deliver a message to the Scalettis and offer them Wallace. Um, fuck, I forgot what the alcohol was called. Haven? Yeah, Wallace Haven. As like a peace offering. And his friend joins him on the boat secretly and he takes him to where he used to live in that small little apartment. 
And he essentially tells him to stay there because he has to go to Chicago do some business. Um, so the whole plan now comes to a close in the final episodes where Avilio, um Nero takes over the family because his father is sick. He can't do it anymore. Um, he essentially becomes the new Don, but Avilio still needs to kill him. So Scaletti, the, the Scaletti boss, Don Scaletti, is visiting uh, to go to the opera with Don Vanetti. And Avilio is tasked with essentially being a bodyguard. Um, and Nero is there, everybody's there. Um, and as the situation is unfolding, actually, before that, I forgot. Damn it. <laughs> um, Nero's right hand man, his like accountant and stuff, he discovers that uh, Avilio and um, the Moonshine Boy were yeah. seen together. He he helped him escape. Um, and he finds out that Avilio is going to be ousted out as a traitor. So he returns, allows himself to be captured, and he tells them that the reason I did it is because I wanted Avilio out of this life. That he doesn't want him part of this life. Um, Nero decides the only way to fix the situation is to have him killed. So he gives um, Avilio a gun, gun. Yeah. and he tells him to kill his best friend. Um, which he does in order to keep his revenge going, which is terrible. And yeah. essentially, discover going is the only way that they won't kill him. So he kills his best friend. So now we fast forward. Okay, so the opera is going on, and Avilio needs to kill the Don's bodyguard, who is like this ex army dude, ex-military guy, super big and powerful. Um, and he essentially enacts a plan with the Scalettis to kill him. Uh, so two of uh, Scalettis' henchmen attack him with knives, but he's able to kill both of them. But he's heavily wounded, and then that's when Evilio shows up and kills this bodyguard. And he's captured by Nero's right-hand man. He's beating the shit out of him, and he gives him a letter. He gives him the letter that he got. And in that letter, he also asked the uncle to write his name on this letter to not throw off suspicion. Like, oh, if my name's not in there, they're probably going to know I'm the one who wrote it. So he has him write his name on this old letter. You just throw off suspicion. Um, he's captured. He's wounded. He's getting beat up and tortured. Um, the right-hand guy sends uh, one of his bodyguards to get Nero and no, to get... He, do, he doesn't want him to tell Nero. He wants him to get the uncle. He gets the uncle. The uncle tells him, you need to go tell Nero what's going on. I'm going to go deal with this. So he gets down to the basement where is being tortured, and he kills this right-hand man. And then he sets Avilio free, and the plan now is... Not the plan. So Nero shows up. His right-hand man is dead. He tells him Avilio killed him, and he's going after the Don. He tells him across the way, he's going to be able to shoot him with a rifle very easily from the other side of the opera. So Nero and his guys go there. Nero sees that Avilio now is on the other side where the Don is with the Scaletti Don. Don Venetti and Don Scaletti are together. Um, he knocks on the door, he points a gun, and he says, I'm... What was it? Vincent? Was that his original name? Yeah. I think so. You should never have let me live, this and that. Um, Nero starts running over there, um, but Scaletti's son is with 
the Vanetti uncle now. And they believe that Don Vanetti is going to be killed and the uncle's going to take over and he's going to align himself with the Scalettis. He's nice. Everybody's nice and happy. Instead, Avilio kills the Scaletti Don. As he kills the Scaletti Don, uh, Scaletti's son is pissed off. He turns the gun and kills the uncle because that wasn't part of the plan. But he's also happy because now he gets to take over the Scaletti family. He leaves his dad alive, Don Vanetti, and he leaves. Um, Don Vanetti is very sick, and um, Nero finds his dad in a hall uh, where his dad essentially passes away from his sickness. So, because a Vanetti technically killed the Scaletti Don, there's all out war. The entire city is just bloodshed. There's killings everywhere, death everywhere. Um, but Nero is looking for Avilio. He knows that his family's going to get wiped out by the Scalettis. But he just wants Nero, or Avilio, who he discovers is holed up uh, in an apartment by Scaletti's son. Um, they've kind of taken him in. Uh, he kills two guards, kidnaps Avilio, and they get away. They leave town, um, and it kind of turns into this last road trip for them, mm -hmm. where Avilio pretty much tells them everything. You know, how does it feel to have everything you love taken from you? Um, essentially, a terrible revenge story. He wanted. He didn't want to kill Nero. He wanted him to feel how he felt. You know, being the last of his family, everything taken from him. And that's exactly what Avilio did. Um, they drive out to a beach um, where Nero tells Avilio to walk. And the camera just kind of cuts away. And we see that we hear that he pulls the trigger. Yeah. But it's, I don't, as far as I remember, it's never confirmed if he actually killed Avilio or not. Yeah, because when when Nero's driving back, he you see a he see he has a pine of a can of pineapple, but he's smiling. But then it comes back on the beach, and you see footprints, and mm -hmm. then the the waves wash away the footprints, and then that's how the end. I I didn't understand that part at all. So I don't know. A lot of people saying he's alive. A lot of people saying he's dead. I I really don't know. Yeah, they don't really tell you. Um, so yeah, that, that's essentially how it ends. Nero takes off on his car, but he is being followed by someone. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, that's kind of where it ends, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, um, I didn't go into a lot of detail because it's a lot to go into detail. Yeah, it's a that's lot. That's essentially yeah. the story. Um, it's Alfonso. Your thoughts then? What did you yeah, like? But did not like? Before we go on the thoughts, this this is this is my question I have to ask you, you and Ben. Avilio. The, the I'll plot be honest, that I don't remember anything about the anime, so I'm just gonna stay quiet. Okay, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay, so Gary, because you you kinda understand it more. Avilio, from from the beginning, he lost everything, all the plot, the planning, the take down Nero, who had everything and now lost everything. Who do you feel was the protagonist of this anime? <sighs> no one, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's one of those stories where you kind of understand Avilio, but then you learn so much about Nero. Yeah. And what he's been through and all that, where you kind of feel for him too. Mm -hmm. um, it's. Another perfect example of that old saying, like, if you build a grave for revenge, make sure you build two. Um, yeah. And revenge just never gets you anywhere, but it's just going to destroy more lives. Mm -hmm. um, 
and this is a perfect. I don't feel like the anime really has a good guy. Um, if there is a good guy, it's the Moonshine Kid. Yeah, who yeah. never wanted yeah. any part of it, and he was dragged into it by Avilio. Yeah, Avilio. Um, and at the end, he sacrificed himself just so Avilio can have his revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you can tell at the end that even Avilio kind of regretted what he did. Yeah. Um, because he he just I don't know he just seemed lost towards the end of it. Like he didn't want to live anymore. What was the yeah, point? He mentioned like, that. Now that his he mission is that. done, what what is yeah. he going to do in his life? He did tell Nero that when when Nero had held him up against the tree, and Navio was like, "Why didn't you kill me there? Why didn't you take the shot? Why you didn't go after me instead of just standing there?" And I, I don't remember Nero's reason, but I know, I remember Nero regretted it, but I don't remember his reason why he didn't pursue it. But yeah, Navio, he he like he lost hope. Like, because it was coming to the point. Like he 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 did what he was supposed to do. He got his revenge. And like there there were he, which I I didn't I didn't really understand his his reason because he was saying okay I did I did what I had to do. I have no reason to live anymore. But you Nero, you have a chance to continue life, and I I didn't understand it since you took away everything from him. But yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you can live, but you're gonna live yeah. without everything you had before. You're gonna live like I did on the run, yeah, my entire life. Because technically, he was on the run. Yeah. Don Vanetti wanted to find him no matter what because he didn't want to leave any loose ends. Yeah, but um, and now so he funny. has to do the same because the Skelettis will always be looking for him. Yeah, He'll never have um, peace. Thoughts on it? Obviously. Mafia story. It started off very slow, but it, it picked up very quickly. Um, there were no... I don't feel there was no episodes that wasn't needed. Like, everything just fit perfectly in terms of all the episodes, the plot. Um, like I said, the plot twist, that threw me off. I was not expecting the Uncle to do what he did. I was not expecting... Um, I can't remember his name, though, but the Moonshine boy to kill Fuego. That that was the biggest one out of all of it because he's so quiet and he's a little timid and scared based on the situations he's put in. So I was definitely not expecting that. Um, yeah, honestly, I was not expecting Nero and Avilio to have another like heart-to-heart moment because of what Avilio did to him and, and, and his family. But um, animation was great. Action was great from when he had it. Um... Like I said, it was paced out perfectly. Um, I don't, I don't feel they dragged on too long. It's funny how it's called ninety-one days because everything happened within those three months. And like the last day, the ninety-one, the ninety-first day was the day that everything just fell together for Avilio. So that was a nice touch to the title. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. Like I say I, I don't like. Mafia stories like that because I know they take too long to get to the to the damn plot and the point. But um, as an anime, it, it did it very well. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. I I, I really enjoyed it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I like it. I really did. Um, it's nice to get an anime that's so different, more grounded, very more grounded. I think like the only, um unrealistic thing for me about the anime was the 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 assassin the mexican assassin was like indestructible and it was oh very, yeah very yeah. anime when they when he tried to go after them which i didn't yeah. like yeah um but other than that you know it was very good uh the story was good the 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 plan that Avilio had going into it i thought made a mm-hmm. lot of sense and how it turned out um a lot of good stuff great voice acting like yeah. really good voice acting. Um animation was great. Um I love the music. I love the opening song and the and the closing song was really great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, um length again was really good. There's no real real filler episodes. Everything kind of mm-hmm. fell into yeah. place through the story really well. Um I'm I'm also gonna give it around a nine. I really enjoyed it. I don't really have much of negativity to say about it. 
outside of that one. I, can... <clears throat> I don't think there's anything else I can add to what you guys have said. So I think I'll also give it a nine. I really love the animation style and the art. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, 91 days. Go check it out. Ben. Oh, is it me? I thought it was you. Ah. What snuff do you have for us? Snuff, Jesus Christ. That's you. Ignore what I just said. It's not a snuff film. (laughs) Again, that would be you, Gary. Thanks. What smut do you have for us? (laughs) Well, I didn't think it was me this week. For some reason, I thought it would be you. I I mean, I can go if you want. I thought I did the one before Alfonso. Was that you? No, I did God Eater. Yours? It came yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Gary. Gary was the last. Yeah, Gary was the last one. The last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go use the. I'm just gonna do what I normally do. <laughs> like, there's one I want to pick, but I don't want to pick it so soon. Like, I want to do Miss Kaposi's Dragon's Maid season. <laughs> but I want to do that like at, later on in the year, so we can try and vote for it season two, year two again. Oh my um, God. <laughs> Look, I'm planning my anime. Fair enough. I know how these game of the year, anime of the year stuff works, okay? The closer it is to when we watched it, the more likely people are going to vote for it. Um, damn it, Funimation. I'm trying to find find stuff. Sorry, I, I thought it was... didn't think it was me. Uh, why can I not view... Where's the category system? Oh my god, they've changed the website. Ew. <laughs> um, I mean, it looks nicer, but I'm not used to it, so... Um... Um, oh, how about this? Uh, how many episodes is it? Uh, so, okay, it's 13 episodes, um, and it has two OVAs, but you have to watch the episodes, of course. Um, Baka and Tests Summon the Beasts. What was that? <laughs> Backer and tests summon the beasts. B A K. Yeah. Okay. Which means stupid, if I'm brightly. Ooh, an older anime, huh? I'm down, not down. It's okay. dubbed and subbed, and it's on Funimation, and it's under fan service. So hopefully, <laughs> it'll be good. <laughs> Okay. Alrighty. Baka and test. I'm excited. Summon uh, okay. the beasts. <laughs> ben, shout outs and where can people reach you? Uh, shout out to both of you. Thank you so much as always. Thank you for so much for hosting it, Gary. Um, remember, if we reach a thousand followers on Twitch, I have to wear a pumpkin. Uh, no, not pumpkin suit. A penguin suit. After streaming in a giant inflatable penguin suit. So, go, yeah. go follow me on Twitch. <laughs> Alfonso? Uh, shout out to our listeners, to all the followers. Ben, Gary, thank you for having me on. Um, new year, new recommendations. I'm looking forward to all of it. Ben, continue with your smudge. Gary, your, your, your psychological messed up sadistic thing it was kind of spaced out last year which was fine but i'm kind of missing it so you gotta kind of increase it i'm not saying you have to but it would be, <laughs> it would be nice if you increase it because kind of miss it low-key kind of miss it um yeah you can follow me on twitter at gen7 now you've got it <laughs> i'm gonna pick the most messed up shit i could find <laughs> <laughs> You can reach me on Twitter at Gagosh. That's J-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys once again. Thank you for joining me. You guys are great co-hosts. 
Um, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next time, whenever that's going to be at this rate. In two <laughs> weeks. Hopefully. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.